listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions. I am one part of your ghoulish podcast team, Barnabas. And I am your ugly co-host, Samael. You're not that ugly. Thanks, Barnabas. (laughs) I mean a little bit, but that's okay. Well, eat a dick. (laughs) No, I don't want to do that. So today we had some some fun watching... uh, Pretty decent movie. This is what we're going to talk about for the main part of this. It's about The Strangers 2, Pray at Night. Yep, we're going to do a full review of The Strangers, Pray at Night, um, just like we did for Winchester. So there'll be spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But um, we're going to go deep into the movie, deep into it. Like like balls deep into the movie. <laughs> balls deep into The Strangers, Pray at Night. And then we've got our usual suspect segments also lined up for you. Um, We're going to talk about some really cool, really interesting movies. Um, So first of all is our terrifying trailer of the week. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So... This episode's terrifying trailer is going to be about um, a brand new movie coming out in April called Ghost Stories. Yep, yep. So Ghost Stories is um, a new anthology movie, which you and I are big, huge fans of anthology Trick or Treat, Creep Show. Yep. It would count. Mm, Kind of. I think the original It would count. So I mean, it is, it is one main story, though, but I, I kind of get it. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, the kids and then the adults. But, um, yeah, no, those are great. Recently, I've liked um, XX. I don't think you've seen that, but it's an all-female-driven uh, horror anthology. Well, it, was, it was pretty interesting. What was that about? Um, well, there, you know, there are a couple of stories. One's got, like, a demon. It's freaky. The other is... Is this on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm about to watch it. Yeah. It it was good. Um, And I liked... uh, What was another one? Holidays. Is that the one in the the little description that said uh, different horror stories but from the female's perspective? I think so. There we go. Okay, yeah. yeah, I I was going to get around. So that's on Netflix. Um, You know, if you like horror anthology films, you should check that out. Uh, What else is there? Holidays. I liked that one. Um, then of course, Tales from the uh, Dark Side. Yeah, Tales from the movie. Dark Side. That was amazing. Yeah. So this is a brand new horror they anthology. Made Tales from the Crypt too, I believe. Uh, yeah. Well, that, they did some movies, but they weren't like individual stories. But obviously, the show was like oh, yeah, an yeah. anthology show. Yeah, those are the best. Yes. I mean, we need to bring those back. Yeah, they were supposed to be making Tales from the Crypt again, but I don't know what's going on. I think it's like in limbo. They need to or make something. Creep Show. They need to make Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. They need to make Tales from the Dark Side. Hey. If you guys need help, we're here. Yeah. I mean, I can fucking act. Barnabas can direct. Barnabas can do everything. All right. So me and him, we could, we could help you guys, man. Yeah. Let me just get on Thanks, that set. Man. I've I've done short films already, so like I can help you out. You know. <laughs> so um, yeah, today's trailer is gonna be for Ghost Stories. I actually learned about this movie um, 
from uh, an article. It was a feature article in the new Rue Morgue magazine, which I just kind of started reading. It's pretty good. So the article uh, kind of has a little bit about the film, and then there's an interview with both of the writers of the film. Um, and it's based off of a, uh, it's created in the UK. It's actually a, like a stage play, but it's done as a horror anthology. Like how, oh, how fucking crazy is that's that? Dope. That's dope, I'd love to see that. Yeah, they got like, a, there's like a guy that comes out and like tells you about the stories and stuff. So it's cool. I don't know, I, I, I wish I had seen Sounds it. <laughs> But yeah, they're bringing it um, to the UK and to the US as a n- new film. Yep, April twentieth, it's coming out in the oh. US. Oh, oh, on that day, huh? <laughs> yep, on that day. <laughs> on that day. So it's it's soon though. It's my day off. Yes. <laughs> so um, we're gonna watch the trailer as always. If you guys would like to watch it with us instead of just listening to it. Like a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Then uh, you can open up the video and you can watch it with us. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. About to watch Ghost Stories trailer. It's just on YouTube. Uh, this is the Ghost Story. It's the first one from One Media. Yep. With yeah. Martin Freeman. Yep. Three hundred ten thousand views. Let's see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Professor Philip Goodman. My job is to explain the unexplainable, untangle the truth from the fiction. This looks fucking good, man. Yeah, I, I like the just this. Actually, I think that the guy Philip Goodman is possibly a new character actually for the movie to kind of serve as like the gap between the stories, mm-hmm. you know? Because they they do that a lot. Like Tales from the Dark Side did it with the kid get who's gonna get like roasted and eaten by that chick, and he was telling her stories. Yes, yes. Okay, now I remember. remember. It's yeah. all, I haven't seen it since, like, second grade. I gotta do a refresh. It, I loved really this good. shit growing up, <laughs> and then I just, like, never had a chance to go back because I couldn't find these movies anywhere. And yeah. Then, now we got Comcast. Like, you could buy a lot of these movies if you go on Comcast. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, three, four bucks a piece to, like, rent, and you can own the actual thing for ten bucks, and it'll yeah. always be on your TVR. <laughs> That's what I like nowadays. Like, everything's easily accessible. That's mm-hmm. why, I like... When I go back and I watch these movies I watched back in, like, 99, when I was, like, seven years old, six, that's, damn, I was five years old. Yeah. Yeah, five years old. Yeah, that's when I was watching all this stuff. Yeah. That movie is pretty cheap now, because it's old. It's from, like, the 80s. I remember we used to go to, I used to go to King Video, this uh, video store in our city. I when it started closing down, and that's when I just started grabbing a whole bunch of horror movies over there. They had, like, three for $10, and then you get one free Man, I would get my paychecks. I was working at the mall at the time, selling cologne. Yeah. I would go there, and I would ball out on horror movie DVDs. Yeah. No, yeah, you should you should watch that again soon because it's really good. But anyway, you know, so I like that they put this new character in, and it, it actually kind of is like him. He's like going out to check out these cases. You know, like I don't know. I think that's just a cool like premise. Yeah, it looks dope because like he's a skeptic. You know, yeah. and there's always that cocky skeptic in all these horror movies. There's no such thing as the supernatural. Yeah. You know, like on Devil Inside, like when there's like, oh, I'm skeptical. Yeah. Well, not everything can be ex- explained by psychology, yada, yada, yada. Right. And so this movie's about to show, like, this guy's about to go on a first-hand experience 
into hell it seems and he's a he's very skeptical and 37 seconds into the trailer and he looks shook yeah let's continue We've already seen two of the main characters for two of the stories. So one is, let me find his name. It's the guy from uh, End of the, uh, the End of the Fucking World, which is on Netflix. Which is uh, it's like only like a six episode show. It's about um, this kid who's like who thinks he's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So he tries to um, find somebody to be his first kill. That's kind of the story, but then he meets this girl who's also, like, a weirdo, and he thinks he's going to kill her, and then they kind of, like, end up going on this, like, adventure, like, running away, and uh, and then, you know, stuff unfolds, but it's the guy from there. He was he was really good at being, like, a creepy psychopath, um, so it's got him. Let me... I'll, I'll find his name, but then we also saw Martin Freeman, who is a huge star, and um, actually, there was a kind of a cool... Um, in the article I read about ghost stories in the new Rue Morgue magazine, um, they were actually talking about casting Martin Freeman, and they had like some like international stars in mind because they had to secure the funding for the movie. So they're like, we have to get somebody big, and they actually really wanted Martin Freeman. I think he was maybe like one of their first choices or like oh. their first choice, and um, they just like sent the script to his agent, and apparently he loved it. Oh wow! Yeah, so and he got know. cast. Yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah, you got to shoot your shot, you know. So they did that, and they got Martin Freeman. So yeah, this movie could be huge when you've got, um, you know, the, the Hobbit basically. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the the kid from End of the Fucking World's name is Alex Lothar, so he's one of the guys. So I don't know. I mean, they've got star power. Like people who have watched that show, which is still brand new. You know they're probably gonna want to go see it. Fans of like The Hobbit and stuff probably want to go see it. So uh, let's continue. I don't know. I think it looks solid so far. Yeah, it looks like one of those probably not going to have many jump scares, but freak you the fuck out. Yeah. It's going to be psychological. It's going to be like... Yeah, and honestly, I really like like British horror. Yeah, British horror is sick. Any foreign horror yeah. period, because like, Americans think some fucked up shit. When mm-hmm. you go over to Europe, and like, damn, you guys yeah. are fucked up. Like, and fuck I, but up. honestly, a lot of British horror is, is kind of comedic. Which, uh, yeah, I think this one might be a little bit too, at least with Martin Freeman, because he's, he's actually a pretty funny guy. Um, so we'll see if it kind of leans more toward, you know, 
being true horror, which it looks like it might be, or like being kind of comedy, which I'm, I'm all for horror comedy. So um, let's finish up the trailer and then we'll give our final thoughts and move on. Still skeptical, even though he saw all that shit. Rain sees what he wants to see. I don't know what he. Yeah, doing. I mean, I, I I think it looks pretty promising. I like the technical aspect of it. I like the way yeah. they took those shots. Yeah, like at the sides of the houses and everything. It doesn't seem like a modern horror movie, yeah. at least for American standards. Not any disrespect. This is a huge compliment. Like this does not look like your typical. 2018 movie that's been coming out like yeah this looks different this looks different this looks like it's actual horror that didn't look like jump scares that just looked like in-depth psychological horror like yeah i I think honestly i think it's probably going to be scarier than the trailer lets on because yeah uh, trailer the trailer didn't really reveal like a lot honestly so i i hope it is had a bunch of creepy shots i hope they have more of those shots yeah me too no, it looked like it had good cinematography. So, yeah, Ghost Stories, a new horror anthology that is coming out April the 20th uh, in the U.S. I don't know if that's listed, but that's what I read in the article. So watch watch for April 20th for that one. Um, and we'll be sure to talk about it. Yeah, I, I really want to go see yeah, it. Yeah, that looked... Man, I just want to watch it now. Just turn off the lights and just yeah. watch that, bro. That looked great. Yeah, I, I like that it looks like the... Like the professor guy is actually going to be in a lot of the movie instead mm-hmm. of just kind of bridging the gap. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, that looks cool. So we're going to move on to the cult corner. Bum, bum, bum. So for today's cult corner, we're actually going to do something a little bit different. We're still going to make a recommendation for um, a, a cult horror film, but we're actually going to do um, one a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be one that I've seen that I really liked, but Sam hasn't seen yet. And then Sam's going to recommend one that I haven't seen yet. But they're both cult classics. Yep, I told Barnabas about this one, and I'm sure you've all heard of mine. But Barnabas, you go first. Okay. So mine is actually um, for the Japanese J-horror film Pulse. And um, I just actually watched this the other day. I, I, I just gave in and i bought the arrow re-release for it so Mm -hmm. it looks beautiful but it's actually it's a really like creepy ghost movie bro it's it's really i don't know i'm not see i like movies with like spirits and stuff yeah but you know me more on the demonic side rather than like the ghost side yeah uh yeah i don't know if it's that much on the demonic side although there i don't know there's a pretty cool like as long as there's malevolent malevolent ghosts you know like well, that's, that's the thing. Like, they're not even... I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It's just, like, weird. They they are malevolent. Because, basically... So, the story kind of revolves around this group of people um, who work at, like... Actually, it, there's kind of two stories going on at the same time. And then they connect. Which, I like those kind of movies. Because, at first, you're not sure, like, what's the connection. But, um, you know, it's pretty, like, easy to see there's two different stories. But, obviously, they're related. But essentially, people that they know, like, start going missing. And 
when they like go look for them, the only things that they see is this like weird like black spot on the wall. That's odd. Right? It is odd. It's kind of like on Veronica, those black spots on the mattresses. Yeah, kind of. But so people start disappearing and like that's all they leave. And then as they kind of... Oh, and one other thing, because it's called Pulse, it's actually all about like technology kind of, um, which is interesting, right? Oh, yeah. So like the, the, the main characters, well, one of the main characters... Um, he like just gets the internet. It's 2001, so they still have like those big ass computers and there's like <laughs> dial up and shit, you know, like eh. yeah, where the AOL is just screaming yeah. at you, like, please kill me. That, that's what the noise actually was in the movie. And so he's just like connecting the internet and then he connects to this one website. It's like this weird ass website and all it says is, Would you like to meet a ghost? And then that the only I- the only images that you see are like they they're like seemingly random people just like being filmed like almost like voyeur style they're just doing like random shit or like sometimes they loop and there's this one of this dude that um, is like walking across his kitchen and as it loops like every time you, you just see him disappearing in and out oh shit it's crazy but this guy starts seeing this shit and he starts having questions and then this other group of people. Like, their friends start disappearing. And this is, you said, the original Japanese This version? is the original one. Yeah, there's been, like, I, a, a remake has, and, like, two been, other sequels or something. There's been an American something. version, right? Yeah, there's been a remake. I've never seen it. How was that one? Uh, I don't know if I've seen it, actually. But I don't think it was very good. <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> really remember. <laughs> they, they usually never are. When um, did it come out? Do you remember? The was remake? Yeah. Like, 2006, I think. Oh, man. Then it was probably yeah. crap. That's Yeah, <laughs> that was a bad year for horror remakes. Man, like, Friday the 13th had their remake that year as well, I think. Did they? I, I don't know. 06. It might have been a little later. I think it was either 06 or 08. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was probably around then. Cause that it's one was good. Now. Friday the 13th? Yeah. You think so? Uh, yeah, I like yeah. that. It was, yeah, it was solid. But uh, Pulse was released in 2001, so it's still got all that, like, shit that you would think is, like, old now. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what the story is about. And it's just weird. Like they have beepers and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got like fucking like the, you know, like the landlines and shit. Like the mobile phone that gives you cancer if you use it for more than three days. No, it's just, yeah, it's just like all flip phones. <laughs> but dude, there's some like crazy shots. It's shot really like in an interesting way. I think you would like it. There's this one scene in particular. I don't want to spoil it, but it, it's really good. But yeah, it's just really creepy. And like the the ghosts, like when they show up, it's not like jump scares. It's like that shit like in the back, you know, like you just see. See, that's the best. That's what yeah. that's what it's missing nowadays because nowadays they'll have those those shots in these like regular paranormal movies. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you're just waiting for the jump scare. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't really jump scary like at all, which I really liked because it just gave you like this intense feeling of dread. Honestly, yeah, that, it was like, like we talk about always atmosphere is important. Yep. And a lot of directors neglect that. Yep. Like they've like failed to realize their roots and the roots of the horror culture. Like they don't look back on movies that were big hits and like, yo, how can I use what these guys did, but apply it my own way to my own movie. No one does that anymore. I think everyone in the movie business is kind of egotistical. It's like, let me shoot my movie. I got a masterpiece. Yeah. And then when it bombs at the box office, they're like, well, fuck critics. Me. Yeah, see, right now I'm looking at one of the shots on the movie. See, this is what's missing. Like, like look at this like, framing, like, like, and then the setting. Like, that's it looks like it was set up with a home camera, and yeah. like the spirit was captured, like, right there. See, yeah, that's what's missing nowadays. And there's too much CGI in movies nowadays. What happened to painting a person black? You'll stand against his door for four seconds, yeah. we're gonna give some 
camera effects, like some really cheap Photoshop effects that are just probably looks real because it's like really simple. You know, you don't have these things like appearing in and out of frame and just like, boo, you know, and then <laughs> you just jump at the movie theater and you're like, ah, I'm a fucking asshole for jumping yeah. at that fucking shitty ass sequence. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch this. It, bro, it was. I'm telling you, it was really good. So if you've seen like, I've seen a lot of Japanese. If you've seen like Ringu and I've seen Juan, Juan and stuff. I've seen Juan. I have yeah. Juan and Juan too. I like both of them. They scared the shit out yeah. of me, man. <laughs> this one's gonna leave. Maybe not scare the shit out of you as much as like leave you feeling like, honestly, like dep- a little depressed. Really? Yeah. I, swear. Oh, I love those movies. <laughs> it was good. Better to feel something after watching a movie than yeah. just forgetting that's, it. Like that's the like the whole day. point of horror is to make you like react that shit stay with you too yeah exactly i want that shit to stay with me for a week veronica stayed with me yeah for me too so i think this is like one of the honestly one of the lesser known like j horror movies so check out pulse you'll be doing yourself a favor if you like these kind it's it's i mean it's like just based on its nature like it's a little slower but honestly i think it was really good so i know now you've got one oh uh my pick for today I believe it's a 1981 slasher. Whatever, you could call it a bootleg Michael Myers movie. It got a pretty bad rating on IMDb. And like I said, I don't care what people think. Final Exam is my movie. All right, let me tell you why I like this. One, it's just killing for no reason. It's cheesy. Like, there's just a killer going around, and there's these kids at college. They're having fun. They're hazing this guy. They tied him to a tree and left him there overnight. Killer lets him go, kills him. And then he starts going after people one by one. And like somehow they just always, like someone always runs into him. He's just this big menacing figure. Like he's just a grown man. You see his, like he has like kind of like a long bowl cut. He looks like a escaped mental patient, but he's just wearing your typical like denim. And you know, he's just killing people. Like that's why it was great. Like I liked the shots. I liked the, the technical aspect of it. Like the cinematography, like the way they shot this movie. Like, you felt good watching it. You're like, huh, it seems to be fun to grow up back in 1981, but not at this school where yeah. people are getting butchered left and right. So I love the feel of the movie. I like the way the people talk in the movie. Like, well, gee whiz, you know, like this ty- that type of stuff. There's the nerdy guy. Yeah. <laughs> there's the nerdy girl. There's the popular girl. There's the jocks. There's everything in this movie. Everything that's super 80s about this movie. Probably the kills are, like, really good, too, right? Because the 80s, like, that was <laughs> that was the main thing. Yeah, there wasn't uh, too much gore in this movie, though. Like, someone would just be walking, and then he would pull him behind, like, the door, like, you know, like, where he pulled him in from. Like, let's say he was hiding behind a wall, and he, I seen, he pulled someone in, and that was just the end of the scene. You don't have to rely on blood and gore. People could call this movie crap, but this is a cult classic. Like, this was after Michael Myers came out. People watched the trailer, and they're like, yo, is this, like, another, like, yeah. Michael Myers-type <laughs> movie? And then people had to go watch it. It's basically a Halloween ripoff set at a high school, not high school, college campus, where the, it's a really slow-paced movie. Like, people get killed, like, I think right off the bat. But then you go through one normal um, college day where the jocks, they planned this fake terrorist attack. So they hopped out and they, like, pretended to shoot people. Bro. And, like, they took the people away. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. And then they just drove away. And then the police came and... The, and, like, the nerd snitched. He's like, oh, I think that was so-and-so's car, you know? like Bro, dudes, and then the dudes jo- in the 1980s, like... They didn't give a fuck. They were savage. They were savage. Nowadays, no one will do that because everyone will catch nowadays, on that iPhone. I mean, not that I'd say, like, I, I like it or I would do it. But nowadays, if, like, high school or college kids, you know, 
like pranked like a like a terrorist threat, bro, they would die. Yeah, like you would be. <laughs> People would be calling SWAT. Bro, they'll send you to Guantanamo Bay. What the fuck? Like you don't yeah. fuck with that shit. Don't do that dumb shit. This is just a movie. But maybe back in the day, I mean, I guess you could get away with shit like that. Shit wasn't as serious. Like the, <clears throat> the bullies were like really bad. Like, the bullies were fucking horrible, bro. Like. I, Props to anyone who could who could endure 1980s bullies. Yeah. You guys are the fucking dogs. Top dogs. <laughs> 1981 bullies are like <laughs> now. Now they'd be like, you know, hey, you wanna, you know, give him a wedgie. Ni- 1981, it was like, hey, look at Billy. You want to chop his mom's head off yeah, and stick like, it in the toilet? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro. They would like kidnap your cat, kill yeah. it, and leave it on your porch. Like, bro, that's horrific. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that'll show him what a nerd. Right? Like, people were sick. Like, Jesus, bro, he just killed his cat. So they fake this, like, whole terrorist thing. And then people start, you know, there's another call, I think. They make another call. And it was, like, a false alarm again. Sheriff's getting pissed. He's like, you keep calling me fucking down here, derper, derper, derper. And he's all, he's all mad and stuff. And then the killer starts killing people. I think he starts off, if I remember correctly, with the jock. The jock was trying to get some pills. Because they were, like, in the movie, they were selling, like, amphetamine so the kids could stay up. Like, they were selling Adderall and stuff, I guess. If it, if they had Adderall in the 80s, I don't know, maybe Concerta. I don't know what the hell they gave people in the 80s. But <laughs> they stole a bunch of pills from, like, the coach, you know, like, the jocks. And they were, like, selling them and stuff. But, like, yeah. as this guy's going to get the pills, the killer shows up. And, like, without the knife, like, he had the knife. But he just beat the shit out of the jock. Like, the jock tried to fight back. But this guy beats the shit out of him. Like, starts hanging him with, like, the weightlifting equipment. Stabs him, I think. I'm not sure exactly how it went, but all I remember was I really liked this movie because, like, it's slow-paced, so you get to see, like, a day in the 1980s. Yeah. And then shit just goes south. I like this one sequence. Like, this guy was going back to this... uh, The nerdy guy was going back to the nerdy chick's room to go check on her. And then I think the killer just broke the door and stabbed him. Like, it was great. Like, it happened all at once. And then at the the end of the movie, one of the... One of the professors, I think, or the the dean comes with a bow and uh, with a crossbow. What the fuck? And he shoots a crossbow at the killer, and the killer catches it and stabs him with it. Yo. So they're going. Uh, they're up in this like apartment building at uh, apartment complex or the dorms, whatever. They're all the way at the top, and like she he's having a struggle with this girl with this girl that virgin girl and obviously she's the final girl so and she's a virgin so you know what's gonna happen. Nerdy girl always survives. So he topples like ten stories down. He hits the floor right. So she's holding the knife, and then the end of the movie is just, he moved a muscle, and then she just started stabbing the shit out of him. So it's a good movie. The cinematography is great. I like that 1980s technical shooting, like the way they do it. Like I like the the setting, the 1980s, you know? Yeah. The vocab was different, you know? Not everybody was like, you know, just trying to act tough and they had their own like you know yeah. jerk was still an insult yeah. back then like you jerk and then people jerk. would be like how dare you what the freak dude like not like to that extent yeah but like it was great man it was like totally 1980s it had the maniac on the loose people were getting butchered and the final girl yeah like what else do you want might have been a halloween ripoff but it was a good halloween ripoff in another episode We'll probably co- cover some bad halloween ripoffs and yeah. some good ones because the <laughs> 1980s was just strewed with ripoffs after 1978 and then after halloween was released by john carpenter we've seen so many copycats yeah but you know halloween like they say was inspired by black christmas so in turn yeah thank you black christmas thanks who's that bob bob clark i think directed that movie i'm not 100 percent sure i think it was bob clark yeah, Bob Clark. Yep, looks like that it was Bob Clark. So. All right, so yeah, this in turn inspired Halloween, but Halloween, the main character, Michael, was 
an actual person that yeah. John saw, John Carpenter saw in real life, and that that kind of inspired him to make it. Like, yo, what if this guy broke out? Oh, really? I, I didn't actually know that was like. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like off a real person. Like, this is oh. crazy person. I think he saw at a mental hospital one time. Oh wow! And he just like, dang, what if he just? And then his imagination just took him. So yeah, the Halloween gave birth to a lot of ripoffs and gave birth to Final Exam, but I give. Final exam, two horns up. So if you can get your hands on final exam from 1981, just grab some extra butter popcorn. We all love our cholesterol. Wait for Friday to approach. Turn off the lights, kick back in your room with the missus, and watch it. She might think it's corny because, you know, but (laughs) you're a horror guy, all right? You don't care. You admire this movie. Or you're a horror girl and you may have a mister or you're a mister with a mister, whatever. Yeah, I I mean both things when I say one thing. (laughs) I mean, I show it from my perspective, you know, like, just like me. Like, I would do this with my missus. You're kind of a nice person. Thanks, Barnabas. (laughs) All right, so... Those are our recommendations. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to try to watch Final Exam as soon as I can, and hopefully you can watch Pulse, and then we'll we'll see. Maybe next episode we can see. We you can know, recap, and then we, yeah, we can like have, the, have we'll, seen. You both know what we'll things. do? I got an idea. We'll put these on the chopping block next week, and we'll each do our own chopping block of these movies. That's I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That sounds good. Does that sound good? I, like I think that. that sounds good. I literally just came up with this right now. We weren't that's planning this. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. So, yeah, I'm going to watch Pulse. Barnabas is going to watch Final Exam. And then we are going to decide whether we liked it or not. But uh, yeah. judging by what Bart tells me about Pulse, and I usually take his movie recommendations and he never lets me down. So, I'm going to take a look at Pulse. I believe you. That is good. All right, cool. So, we're going to move on to our um, main segment of the episode right now we're gonna do a full review of the strangers pray at night spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alerts ahead leave us alone but we've just started bum 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 so, The Strangers, Pray at Night, we're going to do a full review here. We actually just got back from seeing it, like, a few hours ago. Yep, yep. So, what was your impression, like, first impression as the credits were rolling at the end? As the credits were rolling at the end, yeah. I was like, eh. Like, that's just kind of how I felt, but that's not how I felt about the movie. That's just how I felt about the ending. Yeah. After, like, I didn't take it all in until we, like, drove back, and then I was like, you know, there are a lot of things I didn't like about this movie, but there are a lot of things I did like. Yeah. Spoiler alert, this wasn't one of those hopeless movies where all the main characters just get butchered or... Supposedly, supposedly. with the end, but, you know, probably not. The ending, <laughs> we'll talk about the ending later, but a few few things we got to point out in this movie that, that kind of were like, oh, no. Like, I think... Uh, yeah. So Barnabas was talking about it earlier, so... There was one scene where the son and the daughter, I don't know names. I don't care. To me, they're just yeah. son and daughter. Like, yeah. I, won't, I won't care much to remember them after this. No offense, but it's not like a classic movie. But anyways, um, what were they? What was the names? Uh, Luke and Kinsey. So Luke, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking, okay. So Luke and Kinsey, oh boy. Hold on, give me a second. Hold on. Luke and Kinsey. <laughs> yeah. Kinsey's a survivor name. All right. Spoiler yes. alert. But So, 
Luke and Kinsey go into a neighbor's house trailer. Yeah, they're in a trailer park. So they go into one of the trailers that had the door open. They go in there, they lift up a sheet, and they see somebody has been butchered. They go back to the house, they get to, they try to look for the parents, like, where are we? I don't know where we're at. I don't know either. It's not my trailer park, you know? <laughs> parents come out of nowhere, find them. Oh, convenient enough. They found them while, as soon as they found the body. What happened? I see dead people. What happened? What are you, are you guys joking? No, dead people in there. Kinsey goes with her mom back to the house. And then, what's his name? Luke goes with his dad. His dad's like, yo, Luke, I'm your father. Let's go check that house out. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? Ah. Uh-huh. Ghostbusters. So anyways, Luke and, his, <laughs> Luke and his dad, right? Luke and his fucking dad. I hate you, Barnabas. So Luke and I his dad, <laughs> Luke and his dad, for the fifth time, they're going to check out that house. But as this is all happening, Kinsey's with her mama at home, and somebody took all of their phones and broke all of their phones. Because, that, that, that was a problem. Because guess what? All right. Actually, let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask you <laughs> in the form of, well, in the form of a question, basically. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, well, no, okay, no, not a question as a question, but I was going to make like a, a point as a question. I was going to make a point. Okay. So, it's so, here, so here's the question. Would you, Samael, if you were like in this weird ass trailer park area where apparently nobody was fucking there and all the lights are off and shit and which we don't know how to move around exactly would you like leave your fucking trailer with all the lights on the door unlocked and all of your like cell phones in there bruh everybody's cell phone was on the table don't lie to me. Everyone nowadays' face <laughs> is in their cell phones. You cannot lie yes. to me. There is no way that can ever happen in 2018 unless they're like, family dinner, put your phones yeah, away. Which is basically like what it was. But that but is not what Of course, happened. they all leave and they all leave their phones in there. Like, I get it. You're worried about your kids and stuff, but like, <laughs> Jesus, take your fucking phone with you. You know? So there was that. So if, if you answered no to my question, then good. You would <laughs> you would have survived the stranger's prey at night. Yeah. Okay. All it all it would have took was one phone call to nine one one. That's what upsets me. Yeah. Is that there was like four cell phones. There were more than four. There were like six cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Who got two phones? Is his dad trapping? Like. Yeah. Right. What? Maybe his mom's like, like an escort on the side. Like. like <laughs> yeah, it could be. Jeez, man. But I like, don't know. All those broken phones on the table, and then we see. One of the killer ladies got into the house. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. It's the blonde one. Yeah. That was knocking on the door at earlier in the movie. She comes knocking on the door. Is Tamra there? No Tamra yeah. here. So that's kind of like the first movie. So it's a callback. So yeah. I, I liked that because it really is kind of following the same basic like story of how they get killed. Right. But like the stupid shit that happened in this movie. Yeah. Yo, let's all leave our cell phones at home. Yeah. Even though no one's without their cell phone nowadays. We're going to leave the doors unlocked. We're going to put every light in this motherfucking house and it's going to be on. Yeah. Every light in this trailer is going to be on. Oh, I hope there are no psycho killers around. <laughs> like, 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 you're in a trailer park. How safe do you feel? Yeah. The, uh, pretty weird places, bro. So I, that, was, that was one of the things. Like, it's... The movie is cliche. As fuck. Yeah, cliche as fuck. Especially with the fact that, of course, the whole white family... It, they're all a bunch of morons. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> that was one of my main things that I didn't like about it. One of my main criticisms. Oh, man. What we what we alluded to earlier as well. So, 
Seems like wherever these people went, the strangers were like right next to them. Yeah. So there was a scene where the where Luke and his dad were driving, and someone threw a cinder block yeah. at the windshield. From like, out of nowhere. From out of nowhere. How? Like, first of all, you have to practice that shit. Yeah, you can't you just... Know? Like, like, hey, Lucy, can you be driving in a car so I can perfect my cinder block aim? Yeah, like, what? like, like the, he was just hiding off to the side. Like, how did he know they were going to yeah. take that route? How, like, how? They literally find them everywhere. So I have, like, a conspiracy theory that they're, like, somehow, like, some supernatural fucking people. Because well, how, how do they always know where they are? How does this dude throw a cinder block... At a, like a moving car at like fifty miles per hour and hit the fucking windshield. Right. It could be supernatural. Maybe that's what they're kind of hinting at with the ending. Like yeah, you know, they can't. They one of them isn't dead apparently. Allegedly, know. that was the end. But I, I but doubt it. But like that, it, it kind of stems from like it could be satanic. The whole Manson thing. This is what it was yeah. mostly based off the Manson murders, and we know that was a satanic cult. Yeah. So obviously, maybe they had some sort of supernatural power. Maybe they were just crazy, and their yeah. adrenaline was keeping them going. But I don't know, man. It seems like everyone in this movie was like, yo, I want to die. Yeah. Let me take the steps to it. it. Look, like, they always found them. You'd pop into, like, a random trailer, and they would just be, like, under the bed. Like, weren't you just across the fucking trailer park? Yeah, like, man. What? Like, I hated that. And I also hated, like you mentioned earlier, the kill scenes were really anticlimactic. They were not good. I like that part, though, where the, the short one, the short one of the strangers with the black hair, she tried yeah. sneaking up on Luke, and he just yeah. whacked her with a golf club. He knew, whacked just came her out of nowhere. It was like, duk, 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 yeah. duk, 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 duk. she started running up behind him, and he was like, <laughs> He just turned around and swung at her And then he just face. stabbed her to death. Yeah. And then the, the other, the dude stranger came with the axe. He's like, I just killed one of yours. How do you feel? Yeah. Like, that, shut up. Just kill him. Like, And then he ended up getting stabbed up in a pool. Like, he lost his knife in the pool, and instead of grabbing his knife and then swimming away with it, he dropped a knife by like on the floor, and he's like, "Guess I'll try to swim away before I get stabbed." Yeah. And guess what? He got stabbed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but he did survive. He survived, which he was, was in interesting. Coma. Yeah, I thought he was gonna die, and like you just said, he killed one of them. Yeah. So if you were thinking, "Oh, there's gonna be like a third and fourth strangers with the same people," actually, not the case because spoiler alert, they all die in this one. Yeah, they were all supposedly. They were all. They got flanked man like the two chicks definitely died. the blonde got screwed like so we have your typical hey i'm here to help you police officer shows up the person that's being chased uh was it was her name whitney i don't know her name <laughs> kinsey I kinsey think. oh my god <laughs> kinsey why kinsey why so kinsey's talking to a cop and the blonde stranger comes up behind him and cuts his throat that was a shitty ass cop that was a crappy-ass cop. Like, in every movie, a cop always shows up. What seems to be the problem? Yeah. Someone's trying to kill me. All right, if we could just... And then they get killed. Like, And the chick, like, you had to have seen her coming up from your, like, peripheral, peripheral vision. Because she walked around them in a yeah. circle. Yeah. Like, she did a whole... Like, starting to the guy's left, she was to his left, which is the Kinsey's right, and she circled right behind... Like, she was, like... 45 degrees in front of him. Yeah. Like, so in front of him to the left, <laughs> and then she just goes behind him and cuts his throat. Like, Anyway, all this is alluding to is that there are some very unrealistic things here. And I know that for movies, you're supposed to kind of suspend your disbelief, you know, and all that kind of shit. But, like, come on. First of all, this was supposed to be kind of a realistic slasher, sort of, you know. Besides the fact that, like, even when Kinsey went to go hide in, like, those big tubes like yeah. there was already one of them in there like, right exactly that's going? what i'm saying we kicking it like it's like you know, hey just in case she goes into that giant tube why don't you be in there to scare the shit out of her like that's not how it works it was cliche yeah. it was corny but 
this is one of those movies. It's not hopeless. It, it's like, at, so let me fast forward. So at the end, Kinsey's in the hospital with her brother. He's on, he got like a tube in his mouth. And like, he's on life support because he got stabbed in the kidney. Or I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was that serious. It was... I was bleeding out for a while. He was bleeding out for a while, so oh. he probably lost a lot of. Boy, I need to drink water. They got him on yeah. IV. He'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, she's like, Kenzie's sitting there, and you know, she's like, I don't know. She was just sitting there, literally, and then all of a sudden, you hear a knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. Just like the knock at their, mm. you know, trailer. And I think she dropped something. Like, what did she drop? Her? Yeah, like some water. She or dropped something. her water, and then the movie ends right there. Yeah. And it's like, hold on. Okay, unrealism in this movie. Let's talk about this because yeah, yeah. me and Barnabas were talking about this earlier. So there's a scene where she's in, a, in that police car. Then the, the male stranger crashes into her. Then he crashes into her again. She gets out the car. And for some reason, he's still like ramming into the car. Yeah. And he sees her pulling out a lighter. And she sees the gas on the floor. And she's like... Yeah. And she throws the lighter at the floor. Sets everything on fire. Like both cars went... Like his whole pickup truck was on fire all of a sudden he starts driving toward her then they get to a bridge he gets out crawls after her collapses she starts asking these two people that drive by for help and then they start running because the guy was behind there with an axe i think it was an axe right yeah he starts swinging at her with the axe and then their homage to the original texas chainsaw massacre from 1974 she gets in the back of the pickup truck the person starts driving and he keeps you know trying to attack her right and then she clobbers him with the baseball bat and he falls off the, you know, truck and dies. And then she starts laughing like like a crazy laugh, like she's lost her mind. And yeah. she's so happy to have gotten away from him. The exact same thing that happened at the original 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre ending. So I applaud you guys for that. That was, that was a good homage. Actually, another thing that I think about now um, was there was actually, I think, an homage to Psycho, maybe, sort of. Because the scene? Not the shower scene, but well, she got stabbed in the, in the shower. The the main the star of the film, which is Christina Hendricks, because honestly, she's the most well known, marketable star which in this film. She? The mom. Okay. Yep. She dies like half an hour or something into the movie in the bathroom. She gets stabbed. So maybe not a direct homage and maybe they wouldn't even think about it i don't know but it seemed like an homage yeah texas chainsaw massacre homage yeah or maybe those are like easter eggs like those two sequences because only i mean i think the strangers too you know why i like i see i'm saying we're saying all this shit about this the cliches but that's what's missing from today's horror movies yeah none of the cliches are there everyone's just like they do everything right and they still die that's what's wrong with horror movies nowadays they do everything you would have done and they die that's just like well these people didn't yeah these people did everything wrong (laughs) you know their mom and dad died but you know they got out alive so you know what I I give this movie two horns up yeah it was good there was was a good sound 80s soundtrack the 80s soundtrack so it was always dark the whole movie that's what I liked and the camera angles that they were taking Honestly, the way, was, the way that they panned. There was really good cinematography. This movie has rewatch value, okay? Once this comes out on DVD, I'm yeah. going to buy it and I'm going to watch it again. Because the cinematography was great. Great yeah. atmosphere, like Bart alluded to just 15 seconds ago. The 80s like type soundtrack. Yeah. That was good. Uh, that one shot was like really 80s when uh, Luke was in the pool and he was about to get ran up on by the yeah. killer. And then he clobbered her real quick. Like yeah. <laughs> That was really old school. Like I like the way... I like their take on this movie. Bravo... Who's who's the director of this? Yeah, let, me, let see. me find this guy. 
Johannes Roberts. Johannes Roberts. Good job, man. Like, you incorporated everything that a slasher movie was supposed to have. Yeah. You had the really yeah. dumb people, one. Two, you had the killers with knives and axes. Thank God you didn't give them, like, power drills or <laughs> shovels or guns. Like, thank you for that. It was like a true slasher. And the the score, the cinematography, and, like, the way you just applied everything all at once mm-hmm. to give us this film like the, the corniness and the cliche is a classic part of the genre and i don't think people get it yeah. like if you watched halloween it's cliche too yeah. you know like my friends are dying oh there's a gravestone upstairs oh here's the killer i should run i'm running he's walking after me like all of that stuff like yeah it's supposed to have this even, the, even like the characters like the the son is like kind of like the studious like he's going to college the daughter is like she's the fuck up she's, like, she's the fuck up like she's rebel smoking, she's smoking <laughs> cigarettes but not inhaling them she's like puffing them she's out she's fucking stupid she's a stupid rebel <laughs> um, yeah honestly I thought it was good even the acting was like the solid, acting you know? was good I just didn't like how like when the dad died they made him cry like a fucking bitch yeah <laughs> Yeah, honestly. He was just like... He had this like, weird like please, southern accent. I don't know please, if that's the actor's accent. But, please. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. And the guy just stabs him with an ice pick. Like, what? Yeah. the I mean, the strangers were like pretty good actors, too. Even though... That's that's something I like. They obviously have masks, masks on, right? Yep. But I, they like were great actors, especially the baghead guy. Like, he was because he was they didn't say they didn't say much, but they brought character. Like I like the one thing uh, that was said when uh, what was her name? Whitney Kinsey. Kinsey. <laughs> Kinsey. <laughs> when Kinsey pulled out the shotgun on the blonde stranger, and she asked her, "Why are you doing this?" And then she said, "Why not?" Yeah. Like, like that was great, <laughs> man. It's a great response. Like. Oh, you fucking murder. That might, that, I think that's even better than the line they gave in The Strangers 1. Remember, they asked and yeah. they were like, because you were home. I don't know. That was really good. Yeah, that but, was good. But, but it's like, why not? This one was more I would have shot her ass too. Hell yeah. yeah. Man, there, there's one point Luke had an opportunity to shoot her. And like, he just wouldn't do it. He's like, run. You have a revolver. Blow that's, her head off. She just killed your parents. Like, yeah. these people just murdered your parents. I don't know. I mean, I get... Obviously, I've, I've never killed anybody. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but... I've, you know, of course, of course, there's this like, uh, you know, internal struggle with Luke. Like, I don't want to kill somebody, which I totally get that. But listen, they just fucking murdered your parents, like in front of your eyes. And like, you could j- get a chance to shoot one of them and you're just not going to do it. Like, what the fuck? Seriously? You're disrespecting your parents. And imagine, like, look, they killed everybody in that trailer park, okay? Imagine yeah. how many lives you will save. If yeah, you just... they saw their, like, uncle, they're like, uh, and an uncle or whatever, like, butchered. Yeah. Like, seriously, you wouldn't do something about that? Like, you just murdered, like, my 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 dad and my mom. My whole fucking then, family. And then, like, their cousins, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, so, I don't know. That was that was kind of unrealistic. I like, the, I like the struggle that they had, that Luke had, yeah. the internal struggle. Yeah. Characters don't really face that anymore. They always just, like... Nowadays in horror movies, they just go headstrong into a situation yeah. and they just but die. That, but that's no, that's that's good though, because he had that at first, and we were like going like, "What the fuck?" Like shooter, and then he ends up clobbering that one chick yeah, and, and then stabs he stabbed, her. To he, death. Bro, he stabbed her like yeah, so viciously. Like there was no dramatic music when he was stabbing her. It just literally sounded like yeah. knife going into flesh. It was just like yeah. there wasn't much like yeah. like you know noises, but it was just like 
But Kinsey was a G. She was just ready to kill. She was everybody. ready to kill. The second she grabbed the shotgun, she shot that blonde stranger. She's like, boom! Why are you doing this? Why not? If, so, if she said that to me too, I would have shot her ass too. I would have been like, yo, why are you doing this? She would have been like, Geico said that they would give me discounts. <laughs> like, if you give me a good enough reason, I'll be like, fair enough. All fair right, enough. I get it. I guess so. Guess I can let you go. Uh, try picking up your intestines off the yeah. floor and walking away, though. But, you know, let us know if you think the same thing. Is it better than The Strangers 1? No. I don't think no. so. Nope, nope, nope. The Strangers 1... Ha- nothing, had, no, nothing had come out like that yeah. at the time. After this, after Strangers 1, then we had uh, Wolves at the Door. Yeah. We had Your Next. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of, like, kind of copycat-ish movies. Yeah. So, like, when Strangers 2 comes along now, it's just like... Yeah. yeah, I mean they kind of did something different, but not really. Um, you know, the Strangers One just had that like had such a feeling of dread because it was so isolated. You know, like, and, and they were isolated in Strangers it. Two, but they were just in like a house in Strangers One, and they literally couldn't leave or they were gonna fucking die. And think about it too. This this centered around like a whole family, right? Yeah. So you know there was gonna be like a decent body count, especially since they're in a trailer park. The first one, it was just. The two story people. was just two people. So yeah. you're like, all right, either they're both going to die, one's going to die, or none of them's going to die. They, they introduced, like, one character, actually, um, from <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. I don't recall. I haven't seen Glenn, The Strangers since it came out in theater. Yeah, it was it was uh, Glenn Howerton who plays Dennis. Oh, really? Yeah. He, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he, yeah, that's the same dude. He, like, gets shot with a shotgun and unintentionally by the, the chick, I think, or the guy. Oh, like shit. later in the I movie, think I remember. remember? I think it was the chick who shot him. I think so. So that was like she... the only... Didn't she get like ambushed shortly after that? Yeah. But that was I like the only right other there. person. Now it's got when like four people. did that come people. out? Like 05 or 03? Yeah, around then. I don't remember It exactly. was somewhere around then. But... Unless it was 06 along with the death of the genre. It was... It was yeah, right. The beginning of the death. 2008, actually. Okay, so... It redeemed yeah. in 2006 a little bit. Yeah, 2006. What were you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. We don't like you, 2006. No. You're going to have to sit over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, maybe not better than The Strangers 1. Not maybe. Definitely not better than The Strangers 1. Uh, but it was still good. It was it was a horror. It was a slasher. Yeah. But the kill scenes, like we alluded to, it sucked that the kill scenes were anticlimactic. They could have done a lot more with the kill scenes. Yeah. Like, I didn't really like it too much. But the acting, superb. Yeah. Two good. horns up. Yeah. Everything else, two horns up, man. Like... The cliches did it this time. Like, this movie was so cliche. Like, bro, how do you forget all your phones? Like, that's yeah. the ultimate stupid. Like, that's perfect yeah. for a horror movie. Like, if you're all that stupid, that should be a horror movie. You should be getting, not you personally, but if you're in a movie and you do something <laughs> that stupid where you're in a place where you don't know, like, yeah. and you just leave all your phones, you should get butchered. Or at least, you know, someone should try to butcher you. I agree. And yeah. So th- there were a lot of good elements, and I'm I'm gonna give my rating, and it might seem a little low based on like the the good parts that we talked about, but I, I think it's fair. I give it a solid seven and a half out of ten. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Is that pretty much? Yeah. Your you your rating it? system is more harsh. Me, it's either <laughs> actually mine is more harsh. Either like I like the movie or I I don't. Yeah. But if you had to give it an out of ten. Out of ten. I would have just said seven. I would have been fine yeah. with seven. I'm a little, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit more harsh, but uh, don't fair. get me wrong. Like, the rating is average, but the movie is not. Like, yeah. You should see The Strangers too. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a it fun was. movie. If you if you like 80s movies, you'll like it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 
So that's our review of The Stranger's Parade. Now, we may have left some stuff out, but let us know what you think about it if you've uh, went and seen it. Hopefully you have, because we just spoiled the whole fucking movie for yeah, you. Yeah, seriously. If, you're, so. if you haven't seen it, like, why are you here? Like, this is yeah. to share our experiences with you guys, all right? If you yeah. haven't seen it, it's what, 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 what are you doing here? Get, get on out. Get on yeah. out of here. Get on out of here. Get on out of here. So go check it out if you haven't. Let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, it was good. So we're going to move on now to our final segment of the episode. And this is the chopping block. So this episode's chopping block is going to be about a film that came out pretty recently. It's not like brand new, brand new, but, um, I think it's free, maybe not free, but um, you can get it on Amazon Prime. Um, actually, it might be on Netflix. I don't think so. But anyway, it's uh, Victor Crowley. Yes, it just came out. It's the sequel to Hatchet 3, I believe. Yeah, Hatchet 1, 2, and 3 because they kind of all have the same. Well, they don't have the same story, but they, you know, they follow up. Also, there's going to be some minor spoiler alerts. Yeah. Maybe major. Should we do major? Should we talk no, about I think it? We should, I think we could do minor. Minor spoiler, because they, they want to maybe go see it. I mean, it's already out. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you were on, if you went to a store and you were like on the edge of buying it, like, uh, I think I don't think you, you should. should wait until it's on Netflix like for Hulu. free, free. Yeah. Yes, because it was very anticlimactic. Spoiler alert: They spend most of the movie on a crashed plane. In a plane, yeah. And that's where it also ends. Yeah was not good. They didn't utilize... Like, they had a swamp, it looked like. And they only used, they like, one use like any of the fucking swamp. Of they just trapped everybody in a plane. Yeah. And, it spoiler was... alert, they could have saved the pregnant lady, but for some reason, the whole time, they're just standing there talking, and yeah. she ended up drowning. Honestly, the characters, I hated them. I hated besides all the, the Besides the main dude, who is actually the survivor from parts one to three. The Asian guy, yeah. The Asian guy. I liked him. Yeah, he was good. Um, they went way too much into, like, what he was doing and shit. Yeah, everyone like, was at the beginning of the movie. phony. His ex-wife is, yeah. he's on his ex-wife's show where she's like, some people think you're a murderer. A lot of people think you're a murderer. Do you think you're going to burn in hell? Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) All that that happened in, like, the first, I don't even know, like, half hour, 45 minutes. Seriously. Like, the first half of the movie. It should have been 10 minutes, boom, done, go to the swamp, go to Victor Crowley. No, they had to show, oh, we're a film crew, we're filming about this, we want to talk to him. And didn't they all get butchered besides, like, the, besides, like, the little mousy girl? Remember? Yeah. Did the Asian dude die? I think he. No, he's alive. Yeah, I think so. He's alive, the, and uh, the, yeah, one of the the one tour of the guide, the true hero, but a fucking moron. Oh yeah, fucking idiot. It was so yeah. He well, we won't ruin the ending for you. Yeah, but he's but, fucking stupid. Yeah, he was. He literally couldn't. I, I didn't like his character at all. I liked him because I usually like the douchebag characters, and not because yeah. like they they bring anything charismatic to the scene. Don't get I mean, me wrong, but I get that he just wasn't interesting to me. Yeah, he wasn't. There was like zero character development. Yeah. It's just well, they were trying, but it wasn't. They were trying, but they were trying to develop every single character on the plane. Like, yo, what would this person do in this scenario? All right, he's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. Like, it's like, bro, we just met these people, and like now we gotta decide if we like them or not at like the very moment like where they might just die. It's all just on the plane. Like, I don't know. It was dumb. And they didn't show Victor enough, bro. 
They didn't show him enough, but he was really the only good part about the movie yeah, for just me personally. Him was pretty because Kane Hodder reprises his role as Victor Crowley. Kane Kane Hodder can do no wrong if he's playing like he a big monster dude. Yeah, he honestly, can. Well, since since he became like since the first time he was Jason in Part Seven, yeah. like. I really liked him as any type of like he played yeah. Ed Gein in the Ed Gein movie. Did oh you yeah, see, like, no, the, I didn't see. it was like I think it came out in like two thousand nine. Uh. He played Ed Gein, but Ed Gein was a small guy, and this yeah. he was like huge, and like uh. people were terrified of him. And oh, I would be terrified. Yeah, I'd be terrified if it was Kane Hodder. I'm not gonna fucking if Kane Hodder's coming at yeah. me without the mask and machete, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking I'm gonna shoot him in the legs. Mm, yeah, like so you know him as Victor Crowley. Honestly, for me, really the only good part about the movie. That, we were um, just waiting, though, the whole yeah. We were watching this movie a few weeks ago, and, like, the whole time we're just waiting for him to pop up. And then how, how did he even how did he even pop up? Like, what happened? I think they read from a book or something. Yeah, they, like, no, they were watching, like, a YouTube video about the curse. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it had, like, the curses, like, the sound. Yeah. Uh, the, the Basically words. the incantation. Yeah, yeah they were like, Holy Victor Crowley, and then he's just like, Blarrr! Yeah. But they didn't show him enough at all. He was still like really menacing and freaky and scary and he shit. He looked freakier but... than last time because he like when but... he when he saw the Asian guy, he got mad as fuck. He's like, "Oh, yeah. I see you, motherfucker!" But just the character that. itself was like not as effective as Did part he... one or two. So. I don't think he even got fifteen minutes on the screen. Yeah, honestly, I, I think don't know, maybe bro. fifteen minutes total. That not might even be generous. total. But yeah. like you seen like every scene, he shows up for about a minute or less. A minute or two, yeah, something like that. And like. It all happens near the end of the movie. Yeah. The kills were not nearly as memorable as the other movies, too. Not even close. Like, I can't even remember what one of the... Oh, I think I remember one with the hand. Remember? Don't tell him, but... Yeah. The okay. hand and the cell phone. Yeah. Yep, I remember But that. it's not like... Um, I don't remember which hash it was. One or two. With with him, like, ripping the guy's face open in half. Tearing his neck and, off like, and shit. Uh, demolishing one dude's face with like the belt grinder or whatever, like the same. I don't know. Yeah, this was just more like a shark jump. Yeah, I think it was a really sad attempt. It was a money grab to for try sure. to get like fans that actually really love the series. Yeah, the, you know the trilogy to actually go and spend their hard-earned money on this steaming pile yeah. of donkey <laughs> shit. I mean, I didn't spend. We didn't spend our hard-earned money, but I was like, you know, I really like Hatchet as a slasher. So I did too. That was me. I was like, you know, wow, Victor Crowley. Like, this is a sequel. I really want to see it. Disappointing. Yeah, I was very disappointed. I was mad. You ever like? You ever watch a movie and then you feel like you have to watch three more just to make up for the fact that it just didn't even feel like a fucking movie? Yeah. Yeah, this was one of those. You, you know what though? This was the same writer and director of actually the first three hatchets. So I don't know why you fucked it up so badly, Adam Green. Um, yeah, man, what the fuck happened? Hey, because I like your other shit. A, let's have a sit down, a one on one. I like Holliston. I liked Hatchets one, two, and three. So I don't know what happened with Victor Crowley, but bro, it was not good. Maybe never fly on a plane again because he, that's did obviously. I say he, plays, he plays Tommy Jarvis's voice on the Friday the Thirteenth game. The Tommy Jarvis tapes. I don't know what that is. Who, who does that? This guy, Adam Green. Adam Green, you voice. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, because I play Friday the Thirteenth. The game, it's awesome. The Tommy Jarvis tapes and Tommy Jarvis has a voice too, like in game. Like, yeah. So apparently he did that. Apparently he also wrote Frozen, which I thought that was a good movie. So I don't know what happened with Victor Crowley. Maybe don't put any more planes in your movies because that Maybe seems to take up the whole forty fucking, thing. fucking minutes of the movie. Explaining about characters who are just going to die three minutes as soon as the plane crashes. I agree with that. So, 
you know, no hard feelings, Adam Green. Yeah, but, bro, we love your Because I love all your other shit, but Victor Crowley, that was a big flop, bro. Yeah, it bro, was like, you pissed us off. It like could have been way better. I was it expecting It could have been a hundred times better, man. I was, I was expecting Why are you shark sure. jumping? Yeah. Don't money grab, bro. Don't do it. Like, you've... That shouldn't even be part of, like, can you... Can you, like, come out in public and say that that movie was non-canon? Can you, please? Yeah, I, I wish. Can that be, like, please. a different universe movie? And then can you make, like, a... Can you make Hatchet 4, like, for real? Hatchet 5. Oh, Hatchet 4 It's, it's going to be real, called yeah. Hatchet 4. This is going to be one of those bullshit what-if movies, like Jeepers yeah. Creepers 3. Yeah. Well, that was a prequel, but... We're going to even skip that review altogether. Fuck yeah. Jeepers Creepers 3 Fuck 2. Jeepers don't don't Creepers watch that 3. shit. It takes place between 1 and 2, so you know everyone's going to fucking die already. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry for the cussing. I'm just so passionate about these movies. like, And I love good horror movies. Yeah. Like, I'm an exorcist guy. I'm like a modern conjuring guy. The old possession, the new possession, yeah. everything. So when you give me a steaming pile of horse shit, <laughs> I'm going to judge it as such. But I'm not going to... I mean, I'm going to ask you what happened, obviously. But I was yeah. kind of upset, man. Like, that's like... It, I don't know. I hope the same thing doesn't happen now. But this might not happen because no offense to Adam Green, but this guy's a legend. Like, we, we talked about a couple, I think, the first episode... The Halloween uh, sequel to the original 1978 is coming out this October. Mm-hmm. Carpenter, I don't think, is looking to money grab because he's he, he set. He he's not because it's like he's he. I mean, he had nothing to do with part two part, mm-hmm. or none of the rest of the movies, right? So you could see he kind of was probably upset with the downfall of you know Halloween and the series and the toll it took. So like, because you know he didn't he did not direct Halloween two. I think. Tommy Lee Wallace directed Halloween too. I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Tommy Lee Wallace is the same dude who did Fright Night and Fright Night Part Two, right? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. Which I mean, it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't John Carpenter, I don't think. What's scary, dude? I don't know. See, Halloween 2018, Judy Greer and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And it's by Carpenter, so I'm very excited. Hopefully, man, we already lost Wes Craven. Yeah. So, like, I want Carpenter to come out with, like, Rick Rosenthal. That's who directed the second one. So, he added this whole bullshit story that Michael was uh, Laurie's brother and all that stuff. That was not part of the original script. He was just stalking a babysitter who dropped off the keys at his old house where he used to live after he broke out of a mental (laughs) institution. So, yeah, I hope Carpenter does it justice because, I mean, not that Hatchet was as big as Halloween. Yeah. We don't know if there's even... I don't think there's that big of a cult following for Hatchet, but still, people people liked it. We liked it. And you just fucked it up. Like, no offense. Like, I don't... Yeah. We I, don't mean this, like, aggressively. Like, we just mean it, like, as fanboys. Yeah, like, don't blacklist <laughs> us, but we're just, you know, giving a review. Yeah, man. Like... A recommendation, basically. But, but yeah, I mean, look, at the end, no spoilers, really, but there's an obvious setup to Hatchet 5. Which oh, is yeah. what all the Hatchet movies do, basically. One follows immediately after the I other. Because this movie just, like, ended so suddenly yeah. and with no explanation. Yeah. And so that's obviously, I think, what's going to happen with Hatchet 5. But please, Adam Green, if you do Hatchet 5, make it good. Please redeem Victor Crowley because... Yeah, you made him look like a pussy in this it was, too. Because yeah. it was... Not, not to spoil anything. I'll spoil one thing. I won't say how. He got one hit or quittered, bro. Yeah. You can't one hit Victor Crowley. Nope. He, he always comes back. He's equal to, if not greater in strength than, like, Jason. You know, yeah. they're both undead, like, come back to life, possessed type things. But Victor Crowley is basically, like, a tangible spirit. Yeah, exactly. He's so, basically a demon. So, yeah, I, I would call it that. So, 
You need to make a hatchet for us, sir, and you need to stop dicking around with this with this money grab because yeah. once you establish a great trilogy in the horror culture, you don't just throw all that out the window yeah. and everything that made these three movies great. Like you made this one, you you focused too much on the Asian guy at first, and then like there was little other character yeah. development other than the Asian guy. Everyone else was just minor characters that were gonna be killed off three minutes as soon as that plane crashes and that stupid YouTube video plays that incantation. Ba- basically. I know it's not really the same, but kind of. You don't make a Halloween 3 or a Friday the 13th Part 5. Yeah. And I know you like that one kind of. But, I like, I love but it. you know what I mean. You know what I mean, right? Like, you don't make that kind of shit. No, man. Like So, just, because you know. Because we were excited because we were trying to find this movie and we couldn't. And we thought yeah. it was out. And when we finally got a chance to watch it, like, man, I was shaking, okay? Because I was, I was happy. I was like, yo, 20, yeah. 2018 slasher. Let's see if this can catapult the slashers or if it's going to bring it back to the mud. We brought it back to the mud, man. Like Yeah, literally, literally, literally it was like in the swamp. Yeah, we brought it back to the mud. So, but thank God for Strangers, too. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that came out. I, like I said, uh, I graded it average, but I think it does good for the culture and, like, for those type of slasher movies yeah. where, like, there's a final girl and there's yeah, hope, man. Like, in Victor Cowley, there was too much hope, like... It was easy. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be some sort of struggle. There was Well, a bunch of a lot of them did die. But it wasn't good. It wasn't like a moral struggle yeah. that they had though. Yeah. They 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 died because they were idiots. Yeah. Like, they were like, Hey, let's run out of the plane where this big giant monster yeah. is. <laughs> oh look, I'm dying. <laughs> He's about to snap my neck and step on yeah. my severed head. Yeah. Thank God I'm not gonna be alive to be stepped on. Like but it, it was just not... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it just wasn't memorable. And it was just too safe. Like I think we're going to, like, me and Barnabas, we're going to start, like, a horror movie Illuminati, right? <laughs> that way, if a director, like, directs a shitty sequel, he will be banned from creating <laughs> slashers in that category. And we're going to hand his movie off to someone else. You have yeah. to sell your copyrights. If you join this... If you join our slasher Illuminati, yeah. our horror Illuminati, you have to abide by the rules or off with your head. That's what we're going to do. We we need like a horror police, you know, someone to be like, yo, yeah. stop making these movies, bro. Stop these shitty attempts at cashing in. Yeah. And uh, by the way, New Saw was uh, actually good. Yeah. So that wasn't a shark jumping movie. Uh, I haven't seen it. I liked it. I saw it. Cool. You, you should take a look at it. But yeah, man. I don't know what else to say. Victor Crowley yeah. lacked depth. It didn't even have good cinematography. Mm. The atmosphere was just funny. Like it was yeah. like the whole movie was just a joke. Oh, it was way too it was trying to be way too comedic. That's another thing. Yeah, I didn't like that. It wasn't funny. It was cringe funny. It was cringe funny and it Well, cringe funny, not funny. The movie was not deep at all. Like no. and it wasn't simple. Well, it doesn't at all. have That's to be, thing. but like, like it was just it was, There was no thought put into it. I felt like there was no passion. I felt like know? there was none either because you finish watching that movie, it's like, imagine you buy a walnut and you crack open the shell and there's nothing inside. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. Like, I just bought a walnut, but I don't get a walnut. Or it's like one of those pistachios that just permanently closed. Yeah. Like you can't like, get that shit out. Or then when you finally do open it, there's no pistachio in it. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Here, so for our result, was this movie chopped? Damn, is this going to be the first movie we're chopping? I think so. Chop. Victor Crowley, you have been chopped. Eliminated. Don't watch Victor Crowley. Yeah. If you want to be sad, 
if you want to feel empty, like you just walked out of an orphanage, you should watch Victor <laughs> Crowley. That's how I felt. I felt like I walked out of an orphanage and a bunch of sad kids just looked at me. But look, Adam Green, I have faith in you. I know you'll bounce I do, back. Hell yeah, man. Don't, you made, you don't made grab money. Movies. Don't grab for money, okay? You made three great movies. You've done lots of other good shit for the horror community. You know what I think he did? I think he purposely made this movie shitty because he knew, he knew it was going to go to straight to Netflix and a lot of people yeah. are, are on Netflix. They're going to watch it. He's going to cash in on that, but... Damn, bro. No one, like... Man, it's very it's very sad. This is why we had to make this podcast, because I had to talk about it. Don't, our movie reviews are also, like, a lot of, like, you know, subjective stuff, you know? We have our opinions. But this is the thing. This is why we created this so we could talk about this. The shark jumping is pissing me off. Yeah, I agree. So, that's the chopping block. Um, we actually... I didn't... We didn't do them uh, in the beginning, but I want to lay down some horror news just to close off the episode for you guys. Done. Done. So, there have been some pretty um, interesting announcements for some movies. Uh, First things first, probably the most recent thing you've heard of, if you keep up with horror culture, is the sequel to Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects. Oh, man. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it's called Three from Hell, which uh, already it's like, what? what? Mm -hmm. This is going to be just the same three people from... The Devil's Rejects? Because I, I hope it's not a prequel. That's what I'm really... I don't think so, but spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Devil's Rejects, which it was good, so why haven't you? I mean, they all die at the end. Yeah. Apparently, they they all die. So if the title is any indication, then we'll see some maybe a su- supernatural shit. But it seems to star the same three people, Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, and then uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Uh, so I guess well, look, I guess right we'll here, see. Right here in the article, they're yeah. they're hinting. They said Voorhees was human. Is it possible that Three from Hell implies that the film will take a supernatural U-turn? I really hope so. That would be because interesting. Because a bunch yeah. of crazy shit happens in these Rob Zombie movies. What was that one movie with the uh, with the witches trying to get that lady? Oh, Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. I really like that. This movie yeah. scared the shit out of me. No jump scares, but all atmosphere. That, that was definitely more supernatural. But um, like House of a Thousand Corpses, which was part one for the Devil's Rejects trilogy now, uh, it was weird as fuck. I mean, there was nothing like supernatural about it as far as I could kind of tell. But um, it, it definitely was very weird. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Rob Zombie took a supernatural turn in Three from Hell. But we'll see. Um, right now, I don't think that there is a release date for it, but um, it was announced to be filming finally. So we could probably expect it. I, I, know, I, would, I would say, I mean, no, I think if they just started talking about it, like if they just started going into the filming, I don't think this is going to be out till about 2020. Really? I would I would say 2020 or like late 2019. I don't know. I think it could be late, late this year or sometime next year. I really hope so because I really liked House of a Thousand Corpses. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Dr. Satan! Yeah. That scared the fuck out of me. I don't know. Just a bunch of murderous hillbillies. I mean, it's yeah. it's real. Like, it can happen. Yeah. Like, that's what's fucking terrifying about this movie. So, next up, um, there, it's more of kind of a casting announcement, but there's a brand new movie coming out. It's actually a, it's a dark comedy, basically, but it's a, pretty much a horror film. It's titled Villains from directors Dan Burke and Robert Olson. And uh, actually, they both wrote um, a couple things, but they did The Stakelander, um, which was a sequel to Stakeland, which I don't know if you've seen that, Sam, but I liked it. it was, I think it was a good vampire, like post-apocalyptic vampire movie. No, I don't think I've seen it. Uh 
I thought I saw it saw it on. I'm not sure if it was Hulu or uh, Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. It's not the DVD I have, is it? Remember that I got. Yeah, it is. I think that's part two, though. So you have to watch part one if you haven't seen part one. But it was actually pretty good. It was like it's like a post-apocalyptic like vampire movie. And um, but anyway, we're not talking about Stakeland, but it was good. But this one is called Villains, um, and I'm actually really excited about the casting announcements for this because you've got Bill Skarsgård, who was Pennywise in the oh, new It. Shit. Creepy motherfucker. Yeah, he's creepy. So he's gonna be good. Hey, uh, Bill Skarsgård, if you ever hear our podcast, man, you're a creepy guy. Bro. Yeah, you are. Well, you are good. Good choice going into horror films, man, yeah. because you fucking creep me out. Because you you know he can do that like cross-eyed shit in real life, right? Like that For wasn't. Real? Yeah, I think because Pennywise was doing that in like the movie, he can do that in real life. You creepy. Motherfucker. He is creepy. And then we've got um, gonna be a legend. I can tell. He, like he's gonna. Yes. He's gonna be even like, just from it. Yeah, but I think he's gonna. They need to cast him as the villain more. He needs to be in like a, like a slasher. And um, next we've got the co-star Micah Monroe. I don't know if I'm pronouncing your first name right, but it's something like that. Micah, yeah. <laughs> From uh, It Follows, which I loved. It Follows. Of course you did. <laughs> I did, and I thought she really did a really great job. So I'm excited about that. Um, the synopsis is basically a pair of amateur criminals break into a suburban home and stumble upon a dark secret and two sadistic homeowners who will do anything to keep it from getting out. See, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. And it's, it says it's a dark comedy, so it should be funny, too, you know. So I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't think it's too funny to when they try to force the humor in these movies. Yeah. It kind of makes me. Ho- hopefully not. Gives me the chills, like, but like in a cringy way. Yeah. Um, so we'll see about that one. I I, I kind of want to go see it, and hopefully it's not forced funny. You know, hopefully it's it's actually good. But the casting is on point, so I think it'll be a good film. Finally, I wanted to talk about kind of a weird announcement. But remember Nicolas Cage? Of course, who doesn't remember? Yeah. Nicolas Cage apparently is uh, starring in a new horror film. Which he actually has before, The Vampire's Kiss. I think that's what it was called. I think, yeah, that was it. Now, <laughs> I now, think that's where that meme came from with, like, Nicolas Cage looking, like, crazy-eyed. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of attributed to the rumors that Nicolas Cage himself is a vampire. They got photos of yeah. l- allegedly Nicolas Cage from, like, 1800s. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> All these celebrities are probably vampires. It's true. We, we don't read. Don't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nicolas Cage is in a new horror movie called Mandy. And uh, I don't know if there's a clip or what this is, but there's something about a chainsaw wielding Nicolas Cage. He's, like, covered in blood. He looks crazy. You so. don't know if he's a hero or if he's a guy yeah. facing off against, if he's the antagonist. So already it's it sounds crazy, but the synopsis on Bloody Disgusting says, Set in 1983, Cage plays Red Miller, a broken and haunted man who hunts the unhinged religious sect who slaughters the lo- who slaughtered the love of his life. I don't know. That sounds like a pretty good premise, honestly. See, it, it seems like he's going to be like the next Ash, huh? <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, honestly, the... The Punisher meets Ash. Yeah. <laughs> the premise, honestly, meets me national s- seems interesting, right? It yeah. does seem interesting. I'd like to see where they take this. It currently maintains a perfect 100% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Is this on Netflix? No, it's not out yet. Set in 1983. Yeah. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. 80s. 80s for the win. Yeah. 
I hope it kind of has that feel too, you know. I hope so. But the the film uh, Mandy is supposed to be in theaters this summer, so be on the lookout for that. I want to go see it. Yeah, because chainsaw wielding Nick Cage. Like, yeah, dang. he usually like hunts treasures, and he's like Ghost Rider and oh. stuff. Like, it's actually got a really cool poster too. So. Yeah, honestly, it could have really good potential. It has potential. Honestly. I just hope it does not too like actiony. I hope it's more like yeah, fucked up horror. Nick Nick Cage is definitely one of those like weird actors where it's like I'm not sure if I should like Nick Cage's acting, but like he's in so many like classic movies. You know, I like him. He's crazy as fuck. He is fucking crazy. He's probably crazy as shit in real life. Yeah, yeah. probably. So be on the lookout for Mandy. Be on the lookout for villains. And uh, what was the last thing? I'll be on the lookout for Three from Hell. Yes, so, I can't wait for that. A couple of really good horror I'm announcements. I'm still thinking about ghost stories right here. Yeah, I'm really excited for ghost stories. When was that? April 20th? April 20th, I believe, yeah. yeah I thought it was soon. So check that out too if you can. Demon House soon. Demon House apparently is getting rave reviews. Really? Yeah. That was that one, like the documentary, like... Yeah, yeah, really okay. good documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming out actually. I think this Friday. We're gonna go see that, and we have to talk to you about it. Yeah. So this episode might be coming out on Friday, um, so check it out, and let us know what you think. But yeah, hopefully we can go see it and maybe do a review for the next episode. Yes, can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. Yes. So speaking of which, um, I believe that we are all out of time for this one. Yep, that wraps it up. Thank you again to everybody. Thanks to Sports Radio Detroit. Thank you to all our listeners. You got us over 100 um, downloads again on episode two, yes. so I really appreciate it. Two weeks in a row we got yeah. past 100. I'm happy. Let's try to get to 200 this time. As long as we're bringing those views into Sports Radio Detroit. Yeah. Mr. Castillo, thanks again, sir. Yes, shout outs. Shout outs. And we will see you next week on Grave Discussions. <laughs> This has been an SRD production.